This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems, two mates having stripped back conversations for men's mental health. We have, if you've been following along, uh, been off for a couple of weeks. Uh, Jeff has been unwell. Jeff will be back in a week or so's time. Uh, But for today, uh, I've got Alex with me to have a chat uh, and a catch up. How are you, Alex? I'm very good. Yourself? Good, good. Good. Alex has been on before. You will recognize Alex's voice if you've listened uh, to all of our episodes. Alex was on a few weeks ago telling his story. Uh, So I thought I'd get Alex back for a bit more of a chat uh, so that we can keep some stuff, keep some chat going. Um, Since the last time we spoke, Alex, you've had a career change. Not a career change, but a job change, uh, which is something that Jeff and I talk about a lot. Um, how's that gone for you? Uh, it's been fantastic. Um, it's uh, definitely a, a step up in my sort of career and uh, moving into a bigger company that has uh, sort of a bigger impact and do a lot of yep. massive projects around yep. Melbourne. And um, so, yeah, for me, it was it was a fantastic move. It was, it was grass. Was it a tough decision to make a move? Oh yeah, it was. It was terrible. It was. Uh, I was probably a good four or five months in the making, really. Yeah. Um, it, I was just. I was in a rut, and honestly, I actually I had a good friend sort of just keep harassing me that every time I spoke to him, he goes, "Hey man, have you changed jobs yet?" <laughs> yeah. so, no, no, no. I'm just hanging in there. So he says, "Just get out, just go." So, um, no, it took a lot of pushing and a lot of like soul searching to sort of change, but um. Yeah, no, made I think it's often, I think it's often people external to you that can see that it is time for a change. Um, especially like you said, if you're in that rut, you're just kind of going along, particularly with something like a job. It's every day. It's the same every day, same hours, same people. It, you can get into that rut and it does get hard to get out of. Mm. And I think, yeah, having that external person certainly helps remind you that at some point you did think, yeah, I do want to leave this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, especially it, it was a good, like it was a good job. It was secure. It was ongoing. I had a good position within that company that it was almost like, why walk away from something that you know is secure? You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. taking almost an unnecessary risk. But now looking back, it was something that I should have done probably a little bit earlier and I mean looping back to the mental health side of things it's been absolute godsend it's been fantastic did you really and I think that mental health side of things often 
you don't kind of realise the impact that your job is having on your mental health until you change it. Mm. And you go, oh, actually, that really was a drain or really was more stressful or whatever the case may be than it needed to be. Um, Because, yeah, like like I said at the start, Jeff and I have talked about jobs and careers and change in that way a lot because you spend so much time at your job. Yeah. More time than you probably do on any other single thing. Well, we joked about it at at work at my last company that – you know, we, we need to get along with the people you work with because you spend more time with them than you do your loved ones a lot of the time, you know. Yeah. We always joke that we we talked more often than we do to our wives and it was 100% true. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's why it's such a big thing that I go on about and it's certainly, I know I talk about it a lot more since I had my big career change um, and Jeff as well. Um, now that he's on a better track for him, you kind of you don't realise how much of a change it can be um, until you do it. But I but I get the the risk idea of it. Mm. It's tough, you know. It is tough to take that step from something that's safe. Uh, to something that's unknown. Yeah, and it is it is a bit of a manly trait too that this is, you know, this is my career, this is, you know, this is the way that I, you know, bring the bread in for the family. It's to yep. change that, it's sort of risking and I, I, it does come down to a bit of a manly sort of, I guess, almost an arrogance that this is, this is how I provide for my family, that this is, you know, I have to do this and why would I risk changing to jeopardize that it's there is a sort of machismo around it yeah and that is certainly another layer and i think that security idea does tie in with the whole being the man and being the provider Mm. thing um which even like i think that there are definitely not nearly as many single-income households as there used to be. Like, there aren't as many cases where the man is the sole breadwinner. Um, Yes, it's, you know, still, unfortunately, quite often the case that they're the major breadwinner, Mm. but we won't go into equal pay stuff (laughs) because that can be a whole other podcast. Uh, But there's still that idea there and there's still that I need to make sure... Because even if you're leaving for a job that might be better money, there's the stepping away from the security bit mm. that's tough. Uh, but it seems to have certainly helped you. I know, like, from my outside point of view, um, when we've chatted about it, that you've seemed happier in this gig. Uh, and I think it's almost like it's confirmed that this that's the job that you wanted to do. Yeah. Because um, the other one, I think, had taken you a little bit away from the actual work that you got into it for. Mm. And it was, when I did actually get into it, it did sort of expose sort of a few of my weaknesses. I, like, looping back to my, the last episode, if anybody missed it, one of my big issues is my anxiety. Yeah. That starting a new job, it's new people, it's new situations, and... 
I was I was petrified going into the first day. You know, I'm, I'm a guy that's worked in the industry for, you know, five, six years now. And I rock up to a new site with new people. My hands are shaking. I'm, I'm very nervous. So yeah. jumping into that new situation sort of brought up a few, you know, a few flares of anxiety. And it sort of, it's taken me nearly well, two and a half, three months to actually get over that stage. It's, you know, it, and that I reckon that was one of the things that was holding me back too, that I'm comfortable. I don't really want to step outside that comfort zone and be confronted with that. Yeah, I think dealing with the anxiety part of it too, and I know in, in your last episode you talked about not knowing that those anxious feelings were anxiety. Mm. And I reckon there's plenty of guys out there that are just like thinking, oh, yeah, this is comfortable. Mm. And going back to the risk thing is like I don't want to take the risk and they take the risk of the security or the money or the providing for the family thing when really it's actually they're just anxious about trying something new. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is one of the sort of things that you subconsciously do is you don't put yourself in situations that you're going to be anxious about. No. It's – which – I mean, I think you and I had a conversation that sometimes to uh, to get better at dealing with your anxiety, you've actually got to go into anxious situations and triumph. You've got to you've yeah. got to actually conquer those, and you can't just run away from it all the time. And I think I had an element of that that uh, if I start a new job, it's gonna I'm gonna get anxious. It's gonna be crap. But getting into it and then actually sort of overcoming, I've become more confident, and it's probably. It's probably been almost a like a learning, like a growing experience. That oh, a hundred percent. I think anything that anything that's new can be the learning experience, and it is that little bit of exposure therapy. And I guess in your case, like you're doing a job that you knew, so like that bit was safe, mm. and so that was your little safety come back to. Oh, I know I can do this job. It's just the meeting the other people. Yeah. That's the thing. And when I moved jobs uh, in hospo, because I did it quite a few times, a lot of hospo work is people work at all sorts of <laughs> different places and not very long generally. So like I think in five years I worked at four different places. So I was like, well, I know I can do the job. So I'll just go in there and do the job and then the meeting the people mm. and the learning that particular cafe will come after that. Mm. Um, But actually, I don't think I've ever had real anxiety when changing jobs about the people side of things. There was, there's a couple of times when I changed from being a classroom teacher to being a music teacher, Mm. I wasn't anxious about going to a new school and meeting new people. I was anxious about, oh, can I just teach music? <laughs> because that's like its own set of skills. And then obviously my first barista job back when I got out of teaching, I was like, shit, I hope I can still make coffee. <laughs> and I'll be like, eventually I'll be okay to talk mm. to people, but like, I hope my coffee's okay. <laughs> but... Now it is, if anyone's listening and was thinking about coming to my cafe, it is very good now. I can vouch for that. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's in it, but it's interesting that 
people have different anxieties about changing things. And I like the idea of having that little safety buffer, I guess, in terms of like, yeah, I know the job, so then I'll deal with the people. That's the challenge, not the job. Um, and that that can be the case. Like when I moved sporting clubs, I don't think I would have left the club that I grew up at to go and be head coach, which is a you know pretty scrutinized position. Mm. Like I'm not just going to play, just going to stand at left field for a bit. <laughs> go and be head coach at a club, a new club. Um, if Jeff hadn't have been there, mm. so like I had my little safe person, and if I was like, oh, I think I'm shit at this, <laughs> Jeff would be like, No, no, I got you here for a reason. Mm. Um, or if someone else was like, I think Lee's shit at this. Jeff would just be Jeff mm. and just be like, no, he's fucking good at it and that's the reason he's here. So, yeah, I, I kind of like that idea of having that little safety net, I guess. Mm. But I think I've become much better at big big steps that would previously have given me anxiety. Well, you've done quite a few of them. I mean... You go from cafe to podcast to podcast. It's, yeah. um, you know, and they're but all... But again, they're easy. Like, well, well, sorry, not for everybody. No, but and... like they're, they still have that safety there. Like we had um, Jared on our most recent episode and I was saying to him, I was like, I don't know how you do the podcast where it's just you and a microphone. Mm. Like all my podcasts are me and someone and, you know, it's... Brett, my, it's my brother and my best mate. So they're very safe people yeah. <laughs> to be sitting in a room talking to. So I, in that sense, I don't feel like I've gone that far out on a limb, but I guess I have. But I think by doing it bit by bit with the safety net people, it's meant I reckon I've built up it, built it up enough that like I think I'm going... I'm going to take myself to a business networking event this week, which five years ago, me would never have been able to do. Mm. Like if you said, here, go to this bar in South Melbourne and talk to a hundred people you've never met about how good you are at doing the thing that you do. I'd be like, no, nah, no, not going <laughs> to happen. I'm just going to go and cry in my room instead. Thanks. Yeah. Well, you've built your own safety net in a way that, you know, you've done you've done all these things, and you've sort of created a little safety net, like a personal safety net, really. That you know, yeah. you can venture out, and 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 that's, I mean, that's with a lot of things that if, if you are kind of nervous of, you, you sort of start, you build up, you build up, and it's 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 not just diving in, and sometimes you have to just dive in, you know. Yeah, you have to get outside your comfort zone, but you know, building in. I, I mean, I would have said that that was a that was a big jump, but. The way you broke it down, it's, you know, it sounds sort of calculated and uh, which I know we know that you uh, being a bit of an overthinker, you've calculated every I've calculated part of it. this. Yes. <laughs> well, I know I, I certainly, I certainly feel more comfortable in going to a business networking event after I've been running a business for three or four years. Mm. Like if I went early on and I was about to launch a business, then I'd be like, I don't think I have anything to talk about. <laughs> like 
Whereas if I go on Thursday night, I'll have things that I've done that have gone well to talk about. And I, yeah, that's the safety net um, that I'm falling back on there. But I think, I think it's also okay to do it without a safety net. But I'm not quite there yet. I don't think. <laughs> I think I might get there one day. Um, but I'm building up to it. Hmm. One day when you see me talking on stage in front of 5,000 people, that will be the thing I've dived into without the safety net. Because I might end up speaking to 5,000 people on the podcast if we get that many listeners one day. Hmm. But I can't see any of them. No, <laughs> so and, and it could and, just be you chatting to me or me. And you can just picture Jeff. us without pants. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Oh my, no! If it's a no pants, no problems event, and no one will be allowed in with pants, you'll the cloakroom will be bigger than the area for the people to sit. Um, don't get scared, people. I won't make anyone. Uh, if we do a no pants live event, Jeff and I have talked about. No Pants, No Problems live event at some point. Um, Portable hot tub? Yeah, but finding a venue uh, that will allow a bunch of blokes to walk around in their jocks probably is a little bit difficult to find uh, for the type of podcast that we do anyway. (laughs) I think there are venues out there that allow that, but I'm not sure most of our listeners would be online with them. So... New job's going well? Yes. Anxiety about the people you've settled in? Yeah. All good? Yeah. And good to go? Yeah. No, it was, yeah. it was um, yeah, definitely a good, good growing experience that I sort of, I wish I had taken the jump a little bit earlier. You're still young. I, I know, I know, but... Jeff I mean, can't say that. Jeff sits on the floor and moans about his back and <laughs> talks about how old he is and he's missed his chance at things, but you're still young, Yeah, Alex. but I mean, I, I guess... It's that part in your life too. I mean, I think Jeff probably went through it when he changed his careers that, you know, it's, it was a different part of his life. And for me, it's, you know, I want to settle down. I, I needed to find something that was a bit more yeah. sustainable too that, um, you know, I can see myself doing in 10 years. Well, and it's and it's one of those things and knowing you like I do, it's not something that you've just gone, oh, I fucking hate this job. I'm going to find something else. Mm. And... I think change for change's sake is not really beneficial or uncalculated mm. change, I guess. Um, you know, and you're thinking about it that you've now at a point where you want to settle, you want to be able to do something you can do for 10 years and you looked at a whole lot of opportunities. And if that's the way that anyone is approaching something, then I guess you have that knowledge that you've put the thought into it and whatever you're changing to is less risky because you've put the thought in. Yeah. Um, so well done. Oh, mate, thank you. For taking that step uh, and putting all that thought into it. And thanks for coming along and having a chat about it. No, anytime. Anytime. We'll have you back. One of us will break down again at some point. I was, yeah, sorry I don't have the uh, this smooth Barry White voice like, uh, oh, <laughs> like yeah. Jeff does. Yeah. 
Jeff's yeah. It's very it's a very smooth, casual the smooth tones. tone. Yeah. Of Jeff. <laughs> thank you, Alex, uh, for coming along and having a chat. Uh, and thank you for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe. Matt will tell you all that stuff uh, in the outro. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole Hayhow, and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now. Jeez. Two Drink Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time. The old. The new. The classic. And the cult. We tick all the boxes. We bring you the news on the latest movie releases. And drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favourite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers.